All right. What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. good y'all i am back and you already know how this goes so i'm gonna allow my guests to introduce themselves hello there um i am very nervous <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no need to be hey nervous. everybody how's it going um my name is hans einstein uh everybody out there can just call me hans um and i hail from oxnard california and i'm here to share my story with you today that's awesome that's awesome but I am very nervous. <laughs> yeah, no need to be nervous at all. I mean, I um, when I first did my first podcast, um, not this one, I was on somebody's podcast, and I was nervous more so because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um. So that That's may be where the nerves are coming from. Yeah. But you're just gonna tell your story and you know let people know who you are and help them from your your story. Cool. Um, I hope that I can. Yes. Yeah, so, um, t- uh, you, like I said, we just go with the flow on this show. Um, so I do have a baseline questions, but just, um, I really don't know too much about you. So tell us a little more about you. Okay. Um, so hi everybody. Uh, my name is Michael Halindo. Um, um, I also go by Hans Einstein. Um, I am a musician. I am an actor. I am a singer. I am a, um, what else? I mean, I don't really know. It's hard. It's hard to categorize myself into things. Uh, I had a whole speech prepared and now it's just leaving me. <laughs> but, but I think in all, um, the reason why I'm here is because um, I like to help people. Um, and um, that's kind of what's led me to where I am in life right now. And um, I don't know what else to say. What's the next question? <laughs> okay. Um, so... Do you feel that you're successful? What What's the definition of success to you? So the definition of success to me is happiness. Um, and that's kind of hard right now because the situation that I'm in, money could definitely help us out a lot, could help out my family and my mom and my father a lot. Um, but overall, I know that, you know, uh, money is an imaginary thing. Happiness is real. Um, and, and I really, I really think that happiness is a good, is a good, um, is a good thing to think of if you're successful for a lot of people, it means a lot of things, but for me, if I got a smile on my face and that's a true smile and it goes all the way into my heart and soul, I mean, that's, that's what I think success is. That's amazing. And if you were to gauge or scale your level of happiness right now, what would, what would it from one to 10, what would you be at? Um, I would, I would label myself a self-made success in that, in that definition. Um, because I'll tell you right now, um, I'll get, I'll get definitely more into my story later, but, um, uh, it's hard right now. It's very, very hard to get up in the morning. It's very hard to get motivated. It's very hard to take care of myself. Um, it's very hard 
to do the things that I need to do with life. But you know what? I put a smile on my face and it goes into my heart and I do my hardest every day to make myself successful, self-made success. So (laughs) what would you say um, to the people out there that are also having those those problems with getting up and, and going on with their day? Um, you know, it's, uh, that's a good question. Um, because some days I don't even know the answer to that question. Some, some days I just, um, I will put it into context. Um, my mother has Alzheimer's dementia. Uh, she is in the late stages. Um, I take care of her. That's what I do with my life. That's what I do with my days. Um, so even when I don't have the energy and don't have the answer to wake up in the morning, she is my answer. Um, because I hear her and I need to go take care of her and wash her or clean her or feed her or, or, or something, you know? Um, so, um, but uh, speaking in that context and now speaking in this, I will say to the people that can't find the answer in the morning, um, there's a lot of things in life that life hasn't given you yet. And, and, and life has a lot to offer. It may not seem like it, but it does. Um, and no matter how much you feel like you do not matter, you do, you do. The fact that you are here on this earth makes this earth a brighter place and a place that is greater. Um, and to those that are having a hard time, I would like to say that I would like to see you today. I would like to see you tomorrow, you know, and you aren't alone. I know what that feels like. Yeah, I love that. So we hear all the time that life is so short. I mean, it's like, you know, it's something that we always hear. So my question, like, to myself and just to anybody is like, if life is so short, why do we spend so much time on meaningless things, things we don't like to do? Why do we put things off and not actually go after the things that we really do do? Why do you think that happens? I mean, that's a, that's a wonderful question. And I think that's a question that a lot of people need to ask themselves and need to ask in general more often. Cause yeah, that's, um, you know, that's a good question. Why don't folks just chase what makes them happy? Why don't people just be happy? Um, I think one explanation would be, um, what is, uh, the status quo of what is successful these days, the status quo of what it means to be happy of what it means to be all that you can be, um, I think is a little skewed right now. And I think that may skew some folks, um, some, some folks view on how, on how they think their life is and how successful they think their life is, um, and how happy they think they should be and who they think they should be and a bunch of other questions. And I think overall it's those questions, um, it's those questions, uh, that are raised, I think, um, that, that make it hard for us to focus on the happy. That makes us hard to focus on our dreams per se. Um, and, um, and I think another answer for that is, you know what, some days the dream is just too hard. Some days it's just way easier to place yourself in the same thing that, that you've done every day that you've woken up to do every day. And you just go into robot mode almost. And because you know, chasing your dreams takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of work. It also takes a lot of strength. You have to be able to take a punch and be knocked down and have nobody there to lift you up besides yourself. And that's hard. That's, I mean, that's, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get why a lot of people don't want to take that chance, that leap, um, because that hurts. Yeah, I find, that, uh, that hurts. 
I find that some people are are willing to stay in bad situations because they know kind of what the outcome is than to take a chance on something that may be beautiful. It's kind of like knowing the the hell that you do. So you'll stay in that and finding out the heaven that you don't know. It's true though. Uh, it's, um, you know, it's, um, you know, it's a comfort, you know, you're just comfortable there. You know, you're just in the cycle and uh, cycles hard to break sometimes. So you told us that you you do music, you do acting, you do all these amazing things. What what um how did you find out that that's something that you wanted to do or that you were even passionate about or good at? So you know nobody in my family is really artistic. Uh, everybody's kind of uh, athletic in my family. Um, and although I did participate in sports uh, throughout my life, uh, the arts is really where I found myself. Um, and you know, uh, f- um, you know, my speech. Um, so everybody out there, um, I also, um, I also stutter as well. Um, I have ever since I was a kid, ever since I talked, I was labeled as a, um, I was labeled as a severe case. Um, I went through speech therapy all the way up until I was, uh, 17. Um, and then, and then myself, I opted out of it. Um, and um, I'll tell you right now, I got into music mainly because it was a way away from that. Um, I could sing and I wouldn't stutter. I could sing, um, I could sing and express myself and just and just how I was feeling um, without having to worry about that little thing that is always there when I talk, when I conversate with people, when I share myself, when I try to share my story. Um, and um, that's why I got into music in the first place. And I'll tell you right now, there is there is nothing like a musical melody to take you to someplace other than where you are. I mean, music is just it's a beautiful thing. And it's a and it's a and it's a and it's a thing thing because, you know, you do it for the wrong reasons. You can make a lot of people think the wrong things. And I mean, yeah. it's a powerful thing. Music. It's a powerful thing. Uh, that was part of the reason why I, why I fell in love with it. How I found it was, you know, my family's always liked music. And uh, ever since I could talk, I could sing. And my mother always encouraged me to sing. Um, I used to sing in the choir for a little bit um, when I was younger. Um, and then when I was around uh, 13 or 14, um, I got into hip-hop strong. Um, and then ever since I found hip-hop, hip-hop has... Um, has um, I feel like with hip hop music, you either take two paths. You go down the path to which you um, you try to make a product of yourself and you try to brand yourself and you try to expand on that um, as success, or you go towards the enlightening path to where you use music to open up the other side of you and find out who you really are. And that's what I went down. Um, and I really credit music a lot to saving my life and to into making the person that I am and to uh, allowing me to be so thankful for things and being able to, um, and, and, and also being able to express them healthy in a healthy way. Cause a lot of people don't have avenues to express uh, how they're feeling and their pain and everything. And I've totally forgotten what the question was in the first place. <laughs> Lord, I forgot to <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> Um, you're right though you kind of just go with the flow exactly um i don't think i even i think i just asked you a generalized question how you got into music and stuff so i believe you you answered it yeah 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 yeah. um but yeah 
Okay, yeah. well, I'm going to play a song, and then we're going to get back into some converse, conversation right now. This okay. is off the, my playlist that I've made called Terrell Garnett Presents uh, Brown Sugar and Honey. This song uh-huh. is by Sharifa, and it's called No One Said. So let's get into it. All right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 Let me talk to y'all for a minute. See, I woke up this morning, tried to get myself together, gotta face another day. People lie smiling my face, have to keep it moving. Roll my spliff and sip my henne, gotta clear my mind. Time is precious, gotta stay on the grind. No one said that this life would be easy. No one. So sick and tired of being tired, please believe me. No one said that day I had to hustle. And again, that was Sharifa, No One Said. Love that record, and it's just a true testament. So to get into some more dialogue, I know that you've stated that you've been through some things and you would let us in on that. And like what Sharifa said, no one said life would be easy. So for some people, life is hard. So just walk us through some of the things that you've had to endure in your life. Sure. Um, let me start from the beginning. Um, having a speech uh, impediment. Um, I was teased heavy as a kid. Um, I did have friends. I'm not going to say I didn't have any friends because that would be unfair to the friends that I did have at that time. But um, I suffered a lot of um, a lot of abuse at school. Um, it was hard to be me. It, it was hard. Uh, it was hard to be in a classroom. Um, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't say my name. And if, and, it, and if I did say my name, it would take at least a minute, two minutes for me to get through the first half. Um, it was that bad. Um, therapy was really hard because the therapist at the time was working on, um, I had this accent like I was from the East Coast for some reason. Uh, so the speech therapist was focusing on that rather than my stuttering. And that only made that worse. Um, and my parents at the time were working multiple jobs just to afford uh, um, um, a therapy. Um, they would argue at night. And I would hear that. And I know that a lot of that was because of me. At least I felt like it was as a kid. Um, so depression was a real thing that I had to face when I was very young. And um, my dad also stuttered. But, you know, my dad is a, and I hate the term, but a man's man. You don't talk about your feelings. You, you swallow them and you keep them inside. So. Uh, my mother, God bless her, um, was a person that I confided in a lot. Um, and she tried her hardest to understand, um, you know, but, you know, they're from a different time. So I kind of had to face things alone. Um, the age gap between me and my siblings was vast. So I didn't really have that outlet either. So I really had to um, sit with myself. Um, and I really had to make a friend with myself at an early age, which is part of the reason why I had so many issues, uh, I think that was a hard thing to do for a child um especially one that that um that listened 
to uh, what everybody else said. Um, so that's where it started. Um, I struggled a lot with uh, depression, suicide. Um, I was an addict um, when I was a teen as well, um, which was funny because by that time, um, um, I had kind of already evolved as a hip hop artist and that had started being really therapeutic for me. Um, and I don't know, it was, you know, I think um, I kind of always said it and I think it's true. You know, I, I was doing everything right, straight A student. And I just saw this nice, perfectly working machine. And I was like, well, if I throw the wrench in it, you know, I can fix it, right? I mean, I know where I put the thing, so I can always take it back out. Um, and, you know, it was kind of that whole thing of I've worked, I've worked up to get to a certain point, you know, I'm invincible. You know, there is no way that this little thing is going to throw me off course. And it did. So um, uh, when I stuttered as a kid, I, I was abused a lot at school. Um, my parents tried their hardest. Um, when I got when I got when I got older, I struggled with uh, depression, mental illness, uh, suicide. Um, and then when I got even older, after I found kind of found myself and everything, I decided to get into drugs and addiction. And uh, that that was hard. Um, I've been clean now for nine years. I got clean closer to my 20th. Um, so yippee for me. Um, and um, besides that, now, currently, life always likes to throw us curveballs. Now my mother is sick. And, um, and I almost lost uh, my father uh, as well uh, to cancer. Um, so, uh, nowadays, uh, the hardest thing that I struggle with once again, is trying to get up in the day because, uh, um, a monotony of things, um, um, I could get into the whole, the whole side story of how I came back to my home and how I got back here taking care of my parents. But, um, you know, um, I won't <laughs> cause that's a, that's a whole other sad story that I don't want to tell. Uh, that one I don't want to tell, at least. Um, but I came back home after sacrificing a lot and leaving a lot behind um, where I moved to and where I set everything up. I left behind a good career, left behind everything just to come back to help my uh, my family because um, our family that was once so, so close is now so, so broken and nobody visits, nobody helps. So um, I came back and this is my life now. And so the hardest thing that I deal with now is uh, is trying to get up in the morning and trying to do what I have to do, help my parents how I have to help my parents while still trying to take care of myself and help myself. Um, and really trying to, you know, to not lose it. <laughs> That's kind of the hardest part when you're taking care of somebody with Alzheimer's dementia is it requires 24 hour care. And thank goodness that my father is here as well, because I would be losing it a lot more and it'd be a lot more to handle. Yeah. Um, but it requires a lot of you and uh, something has to give at some point and 90% of the time it's you. You just have to keep on telling yourself that nothing is forever. Um, a lot of people in your shoes would not, would not, would not do the same thing um and you have to remember to just say good job every now and then because it's a thankless job sometimes yeah well, yeah it's tough um i don't know if you if you want to share i was watching this um interview with the singer nivia she was on candy 
And she was talking about how, like, she got to a really low place and then started to use drugs. And it almost took her out. Um, But she uh, is clean now. Um, For you was the, she stated that um, she went to rehab, but it didn't, it didn't help. Yeah. Um, The reason why she stopped using, the main reason was because she um, felt disgusted with the drug, felt disgusted with herself, felt disgusted with, you know, she's supposed to be living this life, taking care of her kids and stuff, and she wasn't able to do so effectively. And she was hiding things from people. Um, I'm not exactly sure if you experienced similar things or how was it for you to overcome your addiction? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was kind of the same thing. Um, There's a story that I have where, um, um, where me and my friend who I did a lot of, um, it was Xanax and basically any kind of a prescription that I could have my hands on at the time, that's what I was addicted to. Um, The person that I was doing a lot of it with at the time, there was a hangout spot that we used to go to. And um, we just did a whole lot. And I remember um, some bad things happening with his family that night. Um, I remember um i remember some bad things happening with my family that night and i remember waking up the next morning uh super late for work um with a bunch of phone calls missed phone calls from not only my family but also my friends and my work and um just kind of looking at everything and being like wow this is this is horrible i really i really put all this work into myself got over so much you know just to place myself in this hole and yeah it's a I was disgusted. I looked at myself and I didn't like what I see. You know, I didn't like what I saw. And uh, it also helped um, that one of my good fam, uh, um, that um, that, that a family member of mine uh, who was in tune with the school that I was at at the time uh, found out about my usage as well and kind of had an ultimatum for me to where I either got clean and fixed up uh, and fixed up my habits and fixed my grades or I would have to look for school somewhere else. And that would be very far away. And I didn't want to do that. Um, so that also helped. Um, I was lucky. Um, I had a family member that really cared about me and loved me and put something in front of me that they knew that I couldn't say no to. And I'm very lucky that I looked at myself and um, and I'm not going to say loved myself enough, but but I guess but I guess had enough value in myself to realize that this isn't who I was and this isn't what I wanted. It's amazing. That's amazing. Would you say that you you love yourself now? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, it's a, it's a constant struggle. I'm not going to say just like, Oh yeah, totally. Every day. It's a constant struggle. It's, it, it's something, it's something that I work at still. It's something, it's a mantra, but you know what? Um, but you know what? At the end of the day, I got to give myself credit, man. I'm a, I'm a good person. Uh, um, uh, it was a curse word coming up. Is it, if I curse. Yeah, you can cuss on this. Okay. Uh, you know, for all the shit that I've been through, <laughs> Um, you know, I could have turned out, I could have turned out, um, I could have turned out not good. Uh, and there were definitely some things that I did there, uh, in my past life where, where I wasn't a good person, you know? Um, and I think about those every day and I get karma for those every day. Um, I think that's how life works. Um, if you, um, if you do bad things, bad things come to you, um, whether you forget about them or you don't, they do. So remember that, people, whenever you have that bad energy inside you and you want to put that somewhere else, it's going to come back at some point. 
So sometime or another. But um, yeah, I, you know, it's a constant struggle, but I do love myself. Um, I've been through a lot of things and I've experienced a lot of things to where it would make it would make other people a horrible person and make them not value humanity as much or value helping people or, you know, it would make a lot of people selfish. And I'm very thankful um, that I am a selfless person and that I I'm a good person. I, I like myself a lot. I love to hear that. <laughs> I think for, for me, um, I'm learning to love myself. Like, I do love myself, but I'm learning to love myself in different ways. Um, yes. Because I'm a very, I am a very selfless person, but it comes to the point where then I'm doing stuff for everybody, but I'm not doing anything for myself. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then yeah. I have to remind myself doing something for myself is not always selfish no it's, yeah you know it's it's showing that i have self-worth it's showing that i i do love myself and and that sometimes is hard so you sometimes when good things happen there's a song by kara shared um cod it keeps happening and she would say in this song that um it basically it's okay like don't feel ashamed for good things to happen to you just because it's not happening to somebody else like it's okay that it's happening to you be proud of that um True. and i had to go through this this cycle of like you know what i have to put myself first still to this day it is hard because <laughs> oh, yeah. you feel guilty you you do you do feel guilty i'm pretty oh, sure yeah. you feel the same way when you go and do something for yourself but you could be helping your mom or you could be helping your dad but you oh, just totally. wanted to yeah um totally. even if i have chores man like i had to drop some clothes off at the dry cleaners and my heart just sank i was only gone for 15 minutes and i felt i felt so horrible that i took 15 minutes to take some things that happened that stunk up my closet yeah. <laughs> Get the dry cleaners but you know what i mean like yeah it's 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 you know, like you no matter how much you do for other people you have to do stuff for yourself you got to take care of you because if you can't take care of you you can't take care of anybody exactly else. exactly oh. but yeah i wanted to say that because i i probably felt that you felt that way oh thank you for saying yeah. that because yeah oh. <laughs> hit me right in the heart there. Yeah. well i do want to play your song can you tell oh, us a little bit about it before I play it? Yes. Um, so uh, this song is called Tri-Tip. This is a song that I wrote for my father. Um, this is a sort of a memorial song for times that were um, a memorial for um, a time lost, really, with my family, with, uh, with my father, with everything else. Um, this was this was kind of one of the first songs where because um, I was on hiatus for a long time and didn't write music for a long time. And a shout out to Who's. Thank you, Who's, uh, for giving me life again and really helping me through everything. This was kind of my first song that I wrote uh, after not writing music that that got to a deep place. In me. Why, deep why, place. why did you stop writing? Um, um. I focused more on the relationship I was in at the time and then also on my mother as well and my family. Um, and to be honest, I got sidetracked. You know, I can make up a bunch of excuses, but to be honest, I got sidetracked and I didn't give music the attention that I needed it to. Yeah. Um, it's funny that we don't realize that something is a distraction until after it distracted us. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, 
borrowed time, brother. Yes. Borrowed, <laughs> borrowed time. And then by the time that you realize, you're like, oh, I borrowed mine. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I'm going to play your song right now. Here's okay. Trey Tip. Who's, who's this? One's for you, Dad. No haven for the have-nots. Hard knocks, different stories with the same plot. God got before I had a chance to get a shot. Now I'm lost and I almost forgot what it's like to actually live the life that I planned for. It's not actually that I had more. It's just the elephant was easier to ignore. Man. This pen doesn't move like it used to This music doesn't feel like it did When I had this shit all figured out What a stupid kid Well, guess I'm here for the long run God could have drawn some But he drew the stuttering son Who's fucking awesome Broke the mold like wrestling on the bed Filling froggy tombstone F you stunner dead I'll teach you a lesson Violence is the answer Embrace your aggression Then explain after why and how it hurts me more than you True, that's probably more than your father would do I guess I understand Only took a tragedy to finally learn the man At least I know I sit where you stand God damn it Scarface, good fellas Try tip beans and rice and salsa Barbecues every Saturday and every pay-per-view fight. Texas Hold'em bartender. Big tips can of whoop ass. Where the hell did time go? What took me so long? I like that. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm a huge wrestling fan. Most people don't know. So when you put that in there, oh. I said, okay, okay. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, so um, my dad comes from the old school. Um, I was raised old school, you know, um, you know, uh, what's the, what's the term A uh, corporal punishment, yes. uh, was a, was a very real thing in my household. Yes. And it's for those of time. you that don't know what corporal punishment is and just means getting your ass whooped. Uh, it's getting your ass. It's the belt. Yeah. It's whatever they can grab yeah. and get you with. Um, you know, and, um, it took me, it, and that was part of why I had a lot of anger issues as a kid. Um, as, as well as speech therapy, I've gone through anger management and other therapy as well. So everybody out there, don't worry. There's other people doing it. Um, um, so it took a lot of unlearning. Um, and that's what that song was at the end there. It was me telling him that I sit where he stands. There's a lot of things that, that he believes and that he does that I don't agree with, but I still love him. He's my father. It's just that when it comes time to stand up, I'm sitting down. Um, you know, um, and that, that, was, uh, that was the song that was, at 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 once at at the same time as uh 
dissecting the relationship with my father and unlearning things. It was also dissecting what had happened to my family and uh, what has come and me doing my best to accept that. Um, not necessarily be okay with it, but at least accepting it and realizing it is truth and realizing that although I may not be okay with it, it's something I have to live with. So I might as well sit as leveled uh, to it as I can. Um, and I think that some things in life you, you, you will never like, you, you will never be okay with it. Yeah. Um, but, the, but the, but the, but at least for yourself, at least for yourself, you need to be able to live with it. You need to be able to sit with it on this nice little bleacher called life. And yeah, <laughs> and live that's, with it. That's amazing. So you said that you yeah. went through anger management. You had to unlearn some things. What are some of the things that you had to unlearn and how did you unlearn them? Um, one of the things that I, that I learned, uh, that, that I, that I learned to unlearn, um, was valuing yourself, not dependent on what society put forth, uh, the status quo, as, as I was saying before, um, my parents, uh, grew up in a time to where, uh, money was success. Having a big house was success. Having a big family was a success. Um, and that's what brought happiness. And it was unlearning that, um, although I can't achieve those things, although those things are out of my reach right now, that does not mean that I'm not successful. That does not mean that I can't be happy. Um, it also does not mean that I have to value myself with those, uh, with those, uh, with those, uh, with those, uh, parameters. Um, uh, you know, um, I, I had to learn that. I had to learn that um, that I can make my own happiness. Um, and then another thing I had to unlearn was, you know, getting angry at things and aggression is not always the answer. Um, the fact that the world is filled with a lot of that right now, I think, is a good is a good little notion of the fact that, yeah, things can't be handled rationally while you're angry they can't be handled out of aggression sometimes you need to sit down relax and think on it and handle things reasonably um i'm a big i'm a big advocator of peace i'm a big advocator of handling things without altercations without 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 any without any negative um energy you know mm -hmm. um I, I do believe, I do believe uh, that there is a point to where you do have to defend yourself, especially as somebody that has gotten bullied as a kid. Um, but, you know, that's just me. <laughs> but at the same time, you need to handle things peacefully. I think everybody looks at, I think a lot of people, not not everybody, because that's unfair, but a lot of people look at folks and, and um, it's hard for them to see value. Everybody has value. That's another thing that I had to learn was just because somebody does not look how you think they should look or blah, 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 blah. Um, everybody has value. Everybody has a story and things that they are experiencing and things that they have to do every day that they don't relatively want to do. Everybody is fighting something and you need to be kind. Um, so kindness was something that I had to learn, uh, which was which was weird because um, I'm my worst critic. Mm -hmm. And um, it's also not learning to be kind to other people or being kind to myself as well um, um also unlearning um you know i grew up in a religious household uh with a lot of uh religion fueled uh thoughts <laughs> just gonna say that um not fair thoughts um i had to unlearn that as well um um 
yes, maybe it has hurt my relationship um, with with my quote unquote faith a little bit. But, um, you know, um, I believe in the universe. I believe in humankind. I believe in us. I believe in I believe in love. <laughs> I believe in kindness, you know, and uh, anything that does not advocate that I don't I don't really stand for. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have a few questions, but <laughs> <laughs> first one being, it's one of my brother's questions that he gave me, and I think that it's an amazing question. Um, if you had, if you could have a conversation with three people, mm-hmm. doesn't matter who they are, they could be dead now, he's gonna be alive, it doesn't matter. Who would those three people be, and what would um, the conversation be? Oh. Ooh, what would the conversation be? Ooh, that's the ooh, oof, oof. That's the ringer right there. Okay, um, three people. Um, Einstein, Albert Einstein, because that's what my name is is a paste off of. Um, Aesop Rock, because uh, he is one of my uh one of my driving influences for my style how i write and how i think about music um and you know what i'd really like to sit down and god that third one is hard um you know my friend van recently left us um that's actually Ben, right there love you buddy um, I would like him to sit at that table because that because that motherfucker would throw the conversation in, in an entertaining way, no matter how intense or sad it got. He could always he could always make the room light up. Um, and I think for a conversation like I'm gonna talk about, um, I would like I would like us to talk about the meaning of life, but also as 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 well as the meaning of value, the value of life not not the as much as the meaning but the value you know what i mean how does one how does one value life how does one put the marker on life that that's a fulfilled life you know what i mean yeah they've 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 lived all that they can live they've done all they can done you know um what does that mean um i would especially like to hear vans uh, uh his 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 take on it um but yeah yeah uh, Albert Einstein, Aesop Rock, and Van Bates back there. Those would be my three. And we talk about the meaning of life, but not only meaning, but the value of it. What that. does that mean? I love that. I love that. So my next question is, um, what do you think the difference between living and being alive is? Cool. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are just living, you know, they wake up, they got a job that they, that they drag themselves to, um, they do something that they're not completely happy with, you know, and then who knows, maybe on the weekends, you know, they're alive, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, whether it's going out uh, to a club to dance, because they love to dance, that's what they truly want to do, they just want to <laughs> dance, you know, um, um, or, or the people that take art classes on weekends or, or on the weekdays, or the people that do swim classes because they like is they like swimming, you know, and, and interpretive 
swimming or whatever that's called uh synchronized swimming yeah you know um i think i i think you know the people that are alive are the people are the people that are that are the people that look at themselves and ask themselves if they're living you know they ask themselves you know if they're happy they're there i i think i think those are the people that are looking at their lives knowing that there could be so much more to it knowing that they could be doing so much more um you know actually you know what no because you know what that's depressing no no scratch that scratch that scratch that that. um you know what the people that are alive are the people that have yet are the people that have yet to take that leap of faith and to chase their dream whatever that may be or to chase something that they think might make them happy whatever that is um as long as it's within the realms of helping people helping yourself not hurting people not hurting yourself because uh, you know you can take that to any place especially yeah. with the human mind um you know um and i would say people that are living i mean that's hard because you know i know that there's some influencers out there that make money doing basically nothing but i know i know there has to be one or two or a few of them that are looking after their lives like this is what i want to do this is i, I want to go do something else but they're stuck in a cycle Um, you know, so I think the people that are living are the people, are the people that can at least look at the little moments in life, smile and realize that that's what makes it all worth it. The moments, the moments that make us feel alive, you know, whether that's us being up on stage performing for people, so that's us making something on a canvas, whether that's you helping kids, whether that's you at your job that you actually love and you love what you do, you wake up and you, you love what you do or, 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 or to the person that just wakes up every day, looks in the mirror and tells himself, good job, dude. Good job. I'm proud of you. You know, I think, I think, I think those people are living too. Those people are living. I love that. So I'm going to play another song before we continue and finish up this convo. Um, This song is called Through the Fire, and it's by new artist Grace Weber, and it features Chance the Rapper. And here's the song. Smoke rising, rising. Off the heat of the world, lifting silence like a stain. Have you heard? World so cruel, I'll use it for fuel, and I'll make it through. Watching a meltdown, so turn him 
that shit for fuel, huh? song no i love that song chance has a good rap <laughs> in, in it too but clearly i cut that off um but y'all can go to my playlist right now terrell garnett presents brown sugar and honey and you can get that again that's grace weber through the fire featuring chance the rapper nice and you get that playlist on spotify and on apple music everybody go listen to that yes um <laughs> but she just made I love that record because just like the original Through the Fire, when I usually think of Through the Fire, I think of uh, mm-hmm. Shaka Khan. Some of y'all probably think of Kanye, yeah. but but yeah, but I think that a lot of times people um, get burned. I guess you could say, and they yeah. take that that with them, and le- instead of letting that fuel them, um, and realizing that in a sense they are the fire. Or they're the yeah. gasoline. Like, you know? Um, yeah. I think that we don't always realize how strong we are. Um, and and how much we can endure. Um, and I think that a lot of that has to do, sometimes with society. Um, and, and ignoring your feelings or ignoring your emotions. So they pile up and pile up and pile up until you can't really take no more. Yeah, because you don't either you don't have that outlet or you for men, at least it's more sometimes it's like that uh, um, toxic masculinity. Yeah, very um, much. And society tells you men are not supposed to cry, even though studies show that boys at birth cry more than girls and that boys are actually more sensitive than, you know, girls are. So. <laughs> That that's funny I that I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensitive as hell. <laughs> but it's just so it's it's funny how even you know women will teach their sons that they're not supposed to cry or even you know. But it's it's a lot of society and just how we're basically groomed to be, um, and we are groomed at that from a young age. So we're not really in a sense allowed to be we are supposed to be and we don't even realize it or who we want yeah, to no, be um, no, it's true i mean you know that's that's also something that i'm that i'm currently i'm learning as i'm is is i'm learning to express myself i'm learning to express my emotions instead of my music you know learning to let people know how i feel and let and um I mean, let folks in also with that though you also have to learn how to not let everybody in it's- um yeah and you know and that's and that's really hard too because Sometimes it's the people that have nothing invested to you, the strangers that you meet that that are the easiest to just spill your heart out to mm-hmm. because because you know that there's nothing in it for them. They're literally yeah. just there to listen. And then the hardest people sometimes are the are, yeah, and then the hardest people to talk to sometimes are your family, and your friends, because you feel like there's something invested in there. Like like if you divulge too much and if something happens, you know, uh, it's a it's a. It's a trickery, slippy, slippery slope. Um, but I will say this: um, uh, you have to, you have to learn to cry. You have to learn to feel 
you know, to feel and express emotions in a healthy way, whether whether that's through art or whether that's through music or however you do it. But you, but you got to let it out because if not, it's exactly it's exactly how you said. You know, it's gonna build up and pile up, and then and that fire is just gonna hurt you. Yeah, and it's something that you said in there that you, sometimes you basically feel judged. So my question would be to you. Um, how would you act if nobody were judging your actions but yourself? Well, I'll say this right now. Um, too much freedom is a bad thing. <laughs> true, true story. Uh, uh, so, you know, um, I think this is kind of the whole concept of, you know, if you find a wallet on the ground and no one's around, what do you do? You know, I think... Um, I think that's, a, I think for me, at least that's an easier way to think about this question. And when it comes to that question, I would, I would for sure hand in the wallet. Uh, there, there is not a piece of me that would not open up that wallet to see how much was in there and look at it and be like, oh, my family could use this or, oh, I could use this. But at the end of the day, I know who I am and I know that I'd hand in that wallet. And if nobody was around to judge my actions besides myself, you know, I would still, I would still act the way that I am. I'd still be helping my parents. I would still, um, 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 I was also, I'm a teacher, um, as well. Um, I used to teach, um, I used to teach, uh, uh, disabled children. Um, and I did that for the County for, for a while. Um, I was a caregiver as well. I am still, I still do have other clients besides my, um, the, um, I still do have clients besides my mom, um, and I love that. Um, I love helping people. Um, I think it's because I think about how I was when I was a kid, and nobody helped me as much as I needed it, and uh, I know what that's like. Um, so if nobody else was around to judge me, I'd probably be doing. I'd probably be still be doing the same shit that I'm doing now. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. That's amazing. Um, so one of my last questions for you, um, and I feel like you probably have already answered it throughout the podcast, but if you can give just one piece of advice to a person that would, and it, that it would change their, their life, what would you tell them? Um, I tell them as much as it doesn't feel like it, you matter. Um, and the things, and the things that you do matter your dreams matter. Um, I know it's really hard some, sometimes to just wake up and, and head out of bed and find a reason. Um, but there is a reason and the reason is you because you're awesome. You deserve it. You are worth it. Um, and, you know, uh, you are definitely not alone. Uh, there are plenty of us out there that wake up feeling the same way and are doing the same thing and need to hear that. <laughs> um, so don't worry. It's us. It isn't just you. It's us. It's us. Um, and if nobody said it, I love you. And I'm super proud of you. Super proud of you. You go, you go, you, you go. I love that. I love that. So is there anything else that you would want to share that you would like to tell people? 
I would. So, like I said, I'm an actor. Um, I work for a nonprofit, all-inclusive theater group out here in Camarillo, California. Um, we, um, uh, the name of the name of our theater program is Center Stage Players in Arts Repertory, um, Space Bar for short. Um, we we work with all ages, um, anybody and everybody. Skill set does not matter. If you want to learn how to sing, we'll teach you. If you want to learn how to act, we'll teach you. If 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 theater is something that you've always wanted to try, come to us. We will help you. No cost at all. It is all inclusive, nonprofit for the folks, for the kids, for the people. Um, we are throwing a production of um um, of Susical starting on July 29th, uh, going all the way until August, uh, I think, 8th or 9th or something like that. It's the first, it's the last weekend in July, first weekend in August. Um, I just wanted to let everybody know that if you could support us, that would be wonderful because um, everybody's worked so hard on this. Like I say, it's all inclusive. It's a nonprofit. We don't make any money off of this. All the money that we get goes right back into helping um of the kids and the folks um, of our of our group, so so everybody out there, the support is is would be would be wonderful, um, and I would love to see everybody there. Um, so one more time, that is Center Stage Players and Arts Repertory, uh, based out of Camarillo, California. Uh, you can vote for us as well. Um, you can vote for us as well on Ventura County's uh, the top. Uh, so vote for us for theater company, uh, nonprofit, and vocal coach Noah Skolten. Um, so there's that. Um, I would like to give a big, big shout out um, to everybody out there that is just making it work. Um, I'd like to give a big shout out to everybody out there that is like me and is depressed and doesn't find a lot of reason. I'd like to give a big shout out to you. A big shout out to everybody in general that is trying to live their dreams and trying to make the most of this crazy world. Um, I would just like to let everybody out there know that no matter how hard it gets, you matter. Try something to make yourself smile. Sometimes happiness has to be self-made. That does not mean that you do not deserve it. Okay. Um, and um, new songs coming out, Square Pig, along with these Square Pig plushies right here. I know you can't see the video, but I got a really cute Square Pig right in front of my face. <laughs> it is cute. Uh, <laughs> uh, square Pig. Um, uh, the new single is out. Uh, I'm on Spotify and all of the streaming services, as well as this little cute fucker right here we'll uh, have three available of these limited edition um and um what else oh and there's a new single coming out that i will announce later but i'm i'm making music people i'm doing it i'm doing it um and yeah guys this was really awesome thank you thank you so much for having me um i cannot thank you enough honestly thank you thank you so much of course. Um, I know um, I know this program is great because a lot of people need to share their stories. And it is so great to have a platform where somebody can just share their lives and just let people know. And thank you so much. It, it, like, thank you. Of course. Of course. I love to um, just have people on just to share because I know that your story is going to help somebody in in any type of way, whether that be change their life or just to make them feel that they're not alone. Um, yeah. Where can also where can people follow you if they wanted to get in touch with you? Oh yeah, of course. Um, if you would like to follow me, uh, Instagram is the best place to do it. Um, you can follow me at Call Me Hans at C A L L M E H A N S. 
Um, and that is for Instagram. That is the best way. Um, I have people send me stuff every day, just little messages and stuff. You, you guys can send me a message. Talk to me if you're having a hard day. I will respond as quickly as I can. But I promise you I will respond. Um, I just want you guys to know that it's us. We are in this together. Uh, life is hard enough. We don't need to make it harder on each other or harder on ourselves. I got you. Okay. Hans is here. Um, and that's why I make the music that I do because I stutter. You know, I want a kid out there to watch this, listen to this. There's somebody that also stutters and just realize, yo, that doesn't matter, man. Your stuttering doesn't make you. That doesn't define you. If you want to go out there and tell somebody, hi, I'm so-and-so. Hi, I am. Hi, hi, I, I am. Hi, I see. See, you guys, it's even hard for me. My first name is always my hardest thing to say. Hi, my name is Michael Halindo and I am really happy to see you. doesn't matter how long that takes. Get it out there. Go ahead and say it. You matter. What you have to say has worth a purpose. So if you have a dream, go and chase it, guys. I stuttered. People told me I couldn't do things when I was a kid. All the people teased me. Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> I talk for a living, basically. Like, yeah. just, just, just do it, guys. Life is too short to not be happy, and you are too awesome to not be happy. <laughs> Perfect. So again, guys, follow him on Instagram at Call Me Hans. Uh huh. And, at can, Call me Hans. and you can follow me at Terrell Garnett. That's T E R R E L L G A R N E T T. I know it's long. Underscore. <laughs> um, but that is all that I have for you guys today. Come check us out next week, and we are out. Wonderful. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>